All right. Hey, we are here. Welcome to our channel. So excited. It's Thursday, just another Thursday. And we are very, very happy to especially hear from this new guest. Um, Craig hasn't met Tina, Dr. Tina. And so this is going to be really thrilling and exciting. Um, before we get her on, we have a couple of announcements. Um, do you want to share about our membership meeting this month for this month? Yeah, really excited about this one, as I always am. Um, we're going to be having um, Aaron and Tyler from Journey to Truth on, um, along with Tony Rodriguez. And I presume I've said his name right, because most people say Tony Rodriguez. Um, however you say it, I think everyone knows who he is. Um, we're going to be talking all things disclosure, so the members, you can be in on the conversation. Um, and uh, just, just what disclosure means to them. And obviously, they've got a conference coming up. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that. But again, it's just having a fun conversation with our members. And it's it's all it's all a good laugh. Yes. And it's March the 26th. 20... Yep, 26th. I'll have a link up here for anybody who's interested and in registering for that. But um, if you guys could do, our, do your due diligence and um, definitely get on the newsletter, go to swiftfire.org, get on the newsletter. That way you know what's all coming up and about all the resources and what have you. But also helping with the algorithm, with the likes and the comments and the, all the fun things too. So without further ado, um, I'm going to bring Tina on. And the thing is, we're going to talk about astrology today. We're doing a, a two-week series on the topic. Interesting. I know, don't leave me. But uh Yes. Um, I was really drawn to it for some reason as a kid, but then I was told how bad it is once I got in, in the church. And mm -hmm. when I met Bob Jones, Bob would always talk about as above, so below. And he would follow like all the stars and the planets and what have you and had a lot to say about it and would prophesy a comment coming and it would mean this or blah, 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 meaning this. And so I'm really excited to hear from Tina, especially with her background, about how she kind of bridges all of this together. And then I'll share a little bit. And I don't know if you guys have questions or anything. We're open to that, too. But let me get Tina on here. Uh, let's see. There she is. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so exciting. Yes. I'm yeah. so happy to be here. I am so excited to meet all your viewers and to get, um, you know, a chance to be able to explain a little bit if people have questions. Yeah. And I, we met what, three years ago, two years, three, three years ago. Yeah. It, it's been a little while and you've been trying to get me on the show and I have, had a full schedule of things. Well, you're a full-time doctor and mm -hmm. this whole thing just came out of a hobby, right? And then yeah. it's now yeah. turned into more than a hobby for sure, um, which is really cool. And and you've helped me tremendously. I You've helped me with, I don't know, um, my personal stuff, my kids, even helping with a dog situation. <laughs> I, I don't even know <laughs> like chart animals but this is pretty interesting but i was going to give a couple quotes just to start out because i thought right. it was interesting albert einstein said astrology is a science in itself and contains illuminating body illuminating body of knowledge um and that it taught him many many things and he was indebted to it and then JP Morgan actually said, millionaires do not use astrology, but billionaires do. And so for even finances, you know, whether it's just like a spiritual thing, um, 
you know, there's a lot of ways to look at all of this, but I would really be curious to number one, find out and share kind of how you got into this, especially mm -hmm. science background. Um, but also what do you enjoy about this tool? Yes. Yeah, let's go for it. Let's just jump in. Well, it's very exciting because it, it, a little bit of background on me. Um, I was raised Catholic and I was a very, you know, I, I didn't really know a lot about the spiritual realm and I didn't grow up around um, a lot of, you know, I was going to church and, and I just never really looked at the other, the other side of things. And so whenever I was 19, my father suddenly passed away from a heart attack and he was only 43 years old. He died suddenly. And so that kind of knocked me into asking questions. Where did my father go? Um, okay. Is he in heaven? Where, where is his, I mean, I know where his body is, but I know that his spirit is around me because I can feel him. I can feel him around me. And what is this? What is this? So it led me down a path to really asking more questions as to who I was as an individual. Um, you know, and, and at the time I was getting ready to go into chiropractic school. So how did this all tie in to, you know, the body and, and, uh, you know, how, how was, how, how are I going to merge the two together? So one of our first classes in chiropractic school was based upon philosophy and, and, understanding the philosophical differences in, in the medical model versus the alternative model and in the healing modalities. And, and with chiropractic is if anyone's really gone to a chiropractor and has understood and they've been taught um, the philosophical background of chiropractors is that we have the power that made the body heals the body. And when I heard that, it really resonated with me because I always had this belief that there, you know, was a creator there was a God, there was something greater than ourselves that was going to help help us in our, you know, in our physical body, but also our spiritual body. And so, you know, when we started learning about chiropractic, we understood that there's this power that flows through us and it's called the innate intelligence. There's an innate intelligence that flows through us. And as this power flows through us, it has this ability to heal ourselves and it, we have the ability to heal ourselves, but we have to allow this presence to come through. And so with that, it started getting me to think, well, you know, how is this power? How can I relate this back to my belief in a higher power? Well, I was also taught growing up that God lives in us mm -hmm. and we create our own universes. So how does that relate? So when I started getting into astrology throughout chiropractic school, um, you know, I'd asked many, many questions as to how to tie all this stuff in. Cause I was going through my own spiritual journey and asking a lot of questions. But when I was introduced to astrology, um, from, and I had read my horoscope when I was younger, I always had questions about, okay, how does this really, yeah, this makes sense, but not really, this isn't really who I am. Cause I'm a Gemini and I'm going, okay, this doesn't really make sense to me. And when I was having problems in school, my husband said, why don't you put an astrology reading? And, and, and this was, it, it, this might help you out. So when I had an astrology reading from someone who, who had been doing this for 30 to 40 years, it was a really big eye opener for me because it, it allowed me to merge the two together and understand that what I was reading was a reflection of who I am as an individual. 
Mm -hmm. And that it's, it's a guide for me. And so it really kind of helped me um, to answer some questions. And I didn't really like the prediction aspect of it so much. I liked how it really applied to what I was learning in chiropractic school because I understood that when this power comes through us, we have a power, we have the ability to co-create with our universe. How do we do that? By our personal choices, mm-hmm. by our free will. That's what God gave to us is our free will. We have choices to do this. And so this is such a powerful tool to be able to use God as a tool because he set forth astrology to help us to use the universe as a guide. These these planets are their own energy in itself, but they're part of our universe. Why would God have put us put it there if they didn't if he didn't want us to use them and to allow them to help us? Um, so that was my turning point and in, in in really understanding astrology and wanting to move to the next level with this. And I've been studying it for close to 23 years now. Oh. Um, and yeah, so that's it's just a little bit of background, but it's really kind of an exciting thing. And I'll go more into depth of that as we go along. But um, but that's kind of how I see things is how I explain things to people whenever I start doing an astrology chart on someone is that. You know, you have the power to co-create. Mm-hmm. We have power around us. Let's use the universe to our benefit to help us. Let's use God and what it puts around us in our environment as a reflection. Let's help it. But let's help us, ourselves. So that's my viewpoint on on astrology in general. That's so awesome. It is. It's pretty cool. And you know, a lot of people in a and and I want to preface this too. And I always say this to people that have doubt about getting their chart read because I've done charts for people all over the world and also in every different religion you can think of Buddhists, you know, Orthodox Christians. I've done it for, um, you know, Islamic. I've done it for Scientologists. I've done it for, you know, all kinds of, you know, Orthodox Catholics. I've done it for Jewish people. So it doesn't matter what religion you really come background you come from, because I believe that we all kind of have the same belief that there's a God or a creator around us. And whatever you want to call that, it doesn't change the fact that we have an energy that flows through us. Whatever that is, whatever you want to call it, it's there. And, and we want to tap into that. We want to allow this flow. We want to allow this energy. And we want to um, we want to use the universe to our benefit and, and, and not deny these gifts around us. That's kind of where I come from with that. So when you're in question about this, all I ask is to keep an open mind because when people have done this, I really try to validate my purpose in doing readings has always been to validate a person and where they're coming from, no matter what religion you are. So I'm not here to challenge your belief systems. I'm not here to challenge your religion. That's not my point. That's not my purpose. My purpose is to help you to understand yourself better through the chart and to really validate who you are. So I always meet the people where they are. I'm not here to say, you know, you have to believe this. This is what's going to happen to you. You know, I usually don't tell people something that they don't already know. That's the thing that's really key about this is that usually when someone gets, when you're dealing with the occult, no matter what it is, when you're dealing with 
tarot card reading, when you're going to a psychic, when you go to an astrologer, whatever it is, people sometimes go to those people for answers. But usually I turn it back on them and I say, okay, what is it that you've been <laughs> feeling? What is it that you already know? I probably am not going to tell you anything more that you don't know about yourself. But I'm really here as a stranger to show you in the chart, because I break down the chart for people, what it is that you might not be able to see about yourself and how we can use this to our benefit. That's really the key to this is to validate a person and to really acknowledge them because people go through life and they don't know, they've never had anybody tell them or to shine light on the being that they are and how powerful they are and how this God presence has worked through their lives. Maybe they can't see it. Maybe they don't recognize it. So I always call it a soul's recognition whenever they get an astrology reading because it if you're with the right astrologer they're going to do that for you they're going to help you understand what you already know and validate what you already know and they're like oh yeah i've been feeling that so there's no coincidences when you get a start chart reading or there's no coincidences when you get when i schedule you because a lot of times when i do a reading people will say somebody just said this to me the other day Somebody just told me this today. I just heard this today. I can't believe that you're saying this to me because it's all in alignment with what you're with, where you're going. You're creating this. So, um, so yeah, that's my viewpoint on people that might have questions about this. I want to make it as safe for the person as possible. I want to be as loving and create a loving space for them that so where they're not feeling upset or challenged. That's really where I try to come from. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I have a ton, so but I know Greg cannot talk to you, so I want to let him share or ask questions. But I have a couple of things to say whenever. But go ahead. Oh, I, I was just gonna like say start from my perspective. I was that guy uh, who was extremely skeptical of this stuff, um, and in my uh, in my sort of Christianity, I was the one who had share the memes of like, you know, the stars mean billions of miles away mean nothing to us here. I was, you know, totally skeptical, like what a load of nonsense until, you know, our angels, God, whoever has a way of just tapping us on the shoulder going, you need to see this. Mm. And so for me, it was, it, it again, I was, you know, steeped in Christianity at the time. I just began to, it was like my eyes began to be open to the fact that what was it that led the wise men to Jesus? Right. Yeah. Exactly. What was it? You know, and, and then I, I couldn't read the Bible or, or go through the Old Testament without seeing all of these Old Testament prophets. They were using astrology. Yes. Their right. prophecies um, and their predictions and, and what they say was going to happen. And and like I say, I had a scale removed from my eyes in that. Um, that's awesome. So that that's that's where I'm coming from. So I, I had to put right. eye and say, this stuff's real. It really is. So I'm I'm a novice. Um, you know, I don't claim to be an expert on it, but I've got some things to input as we go along and, and I'd love to get your perspective, but go on, Chanel, let's, let's go with you. Yeah. Well, I, first of all, I just want to thank the members. There's a ton of members on here today that are supporting us and mm -hmm. I just give you guys a huge thank you for helping us to be even, even do this today. Right. But, um, but my background, I mean, I did this like a lot as a kid, like I explained, let it go. And then when I was introduced to uh, Laura, obviously Laura Eisenhower is like way into the cosmos and like, you know, so she did my chart. She was the first person who ever did my chart officially. And I honestly didn't understand a freaking word that she said. I was just like, <laughs> I, I know that you know what you mean, 
but I have no idea what you mean about the third node or the north node and the mm -hmm. whatever conjunction, fixed, cardinal, whatever access point, I'm making up words as I go, but I know there's some of them, you know. So um, I met you through Jason Dean, Dr. Mm -hmm. Dean, and I don't know what it, you just came to me to to call and get one done. Now I've done it every year with you and in, in between. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but what I loved is because I was a novice and still am like Craig mentioned, he is too. Um, these, the terminology and the language is so different that I like to understand. And you are such a good teacher. When you did my reading, you were like, okay, this is what's going on. You use language that I could understand and you mm -hmm. explain what you were seeing without completely, you know, going over my head, giving me a little bit of like, um, kind of a heads up on some things. Right. Um, and I love that you brought in free will because for me, the way I look at the tools is if there's something coming up that I need to be aware of, then I can make adjustments right. to, to overcome, to compensate with that with my free will. So, I mean, even with my pet passing in January, it actually showed on my chart yeah. that, that a dog was going to be passing which is mind blowing cancel clear, but I'm just saying like, and it kind of almost made me feel better in a way too, a little bit that like, well, this is how it was supposed to be, I guess, kind of deal. You know what I mean? Not that we couldn't, maybe if I had known we could have done some different things or whatever, but um, I never even thought about doing charts with another person. Um, <laughs> But the, there is it like a synergy thing now? I've seen where you do two charts with two people, like a partnership thing. You've done one with me and, you know, my daughter or whoever. Um, but you, I had contacted someone about a puppy. And then the lady said something. I, I don't remember. I asked, you know, where are you from or where was she born? Or I don't, the way I said it, I think she took it differently. I, I said, because everything's online. So I was like, where is she or where was she born or something? But what it really, what I meant was, where are you located? And I didn't say it right. So she responded and said, oh, are you doing her chart? And oh. I was thinking, a chart for a dog? Like, and I put a question mark and then the, the lady called me and she's a breeder actually. And she said that she had gotten her first dog in Italy through a chart situation and she will never do it differently again. And she actually said that when they put in an application for a dog, she requires five references with five sentences each. And then she wants to know the owner's birthday, where they're, what time they were born, like all of wow. this. <laughs> wow. So this woman was like, I don't know what's going on with this Italy lady. I've never had anyone ask me for my birthday for an application to get a dog. Um, but when the lady finally did come back and said, okay, I accepted your application, there was 12 dogs. And she said, um, I got your application, you're accepted, but you can only take these two out of the 12. You can pick between these two. And so this lady was like, what? And I listening to the story was like, seriously? So I actually called you about a dog mm -hmm. that I was looking at. And you were like, okay, let me just ask you this. Where are you in your life? Like what's going on? Because you had saw a lot of major energy activity going on with me personally, but also this dog that I was looking at was extremely mm -hmm. 
high energy, um, a lot of movement with the body, you know, wasn't really a good match for me needing where mm -hmm. I am right now, um, which was disheartening, but it was also like good to know, like, this isn't my, my person and, or my animal or whatever. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, so, they're that's just yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, and, then, and then so since then i actually did a chart on this one dog who is like um i mean a hundred percent like literally almost a hundred percent match and i'm like wow i wonder how this dog is going to be when i get her next week like because she's well, literally written in the stars as my puppy it's kind probably of amazing well you pulled her in you know you created that you know that's god giving you the gift we're all god's creatures you know i mean we're all part of this process and, and, and animals are no different, you know? I mean, you can use this for so many different things. I mean, I, I've used it on my, uh, my daughter's horses, you know? What's the best horse for, you know, synergy for her and the horse that she's supposed to be with? Um, you know, because it's, it's on alignment. And I liked how you, um, you know, you, you specifically said, like, with, again, with, I don't say predictions in the chart, because when I'm looking at something, the, the alignment of the planets, whenever they're going around your chart, and when I'm, I try to explain this to people, kind of what I'm looking at um, in the chart uh, is, you know, you have opportunities. These these planets are placed in specific area. I mean, they're they're moving around the, you know, our our planet, you know, around the sun, and so you're seeing this all the time. They're constantly moving around the chart, and I always look at it as being, you know, not a predictor but as something that we can use as a guide to say, okay, what can I take advantage of at this time? Yes. What can I avoid? What, yeah. can, what is the best time for me to do this? Because if we're using them as a guide, you know, like if you're, if you want to go somewhere and somebody asked me a lot of time, you know, people ask me about trips and things like that. Okay. Is this an alignment? Usually you can see this, that they're creating this trip for a reason what are they supposed to be getting out of this trip? You know, so I don't usually say, no, I wouldn't do that. I would say, well, what do you feel could potentially have? These are two, uh, these are two options you could have, and this could go either way. This, this, it's, it's up to you. It's to what your choice is. Um, and so I don't really specifically say yes or no. I just specifically say it's up back up. It's up to you because I don't want someone to be discouraged my whole point is to help empower you as an individual. That's not, you know, that's not for me to say for you. I am not, and I always tell you, I'm not a psychic, you know, I'm not here to tell you your future. That's not what, and a lot of astrologers will do that, but I'm not that type of astrologer. I'm here to really help people to empower them to say, look, that's why I show you when I, when I send you a chart, I break it down for you the first five or 10 minutes. I show you how a chart works. And, and I'm so used to doing this that hopefully people, when they record, they can go back and listen to it. But I go over everything in the chart and I want people to be able to follow me and understand what I'm saying to them when I'm doing it. So they're just, like you said, your first strategy and you didn't know what the heck person was talking about. It's, it's, it's a different nomenclature or language that people use um, in astrology. So if you don't know what a trine is or you don't know what a conjunction is, then how are you supposed to understand what a person's saying? So you have to break those things down and say, okay, what are we looking at here? What are these lines? What are these blue and red lines? You know, what are, 
why are these plants right on top of each other? What are these green plants on the outside? I use astro.com when I do it. I like it. It's a free um, service to people. People can get on there and you can do up to 100 charts on there for free for anybody. You can just create your own account. Um, and I like doing that because it allows me the freedom um, to show people. It shows you a key. It shows you a lot of things. So I always try to break it down so people aren't in mystery as to what it is we're looking at. And you know, and you might, it might be different from another chart reading that you, you receive, but you might be able to look at something and, um, you know, understand. That's why when I do a chart, I don't like to do uh, like half an hour or hour sessions. I like to do those as follow-ups because I usually like to try and get to know the person for those first two hours. So they know how astrology works, what my viewpoint is. And so they feel empowered by the end. And then we can go on next, you know, and say, okay, let's do a half an hour session. Let's do a follow-up with something. Something's plaguing them. They just need something. Like you had an hour session. Let's do yeah. an hour session and more questions. Let's, you know, there's more things we need to go through. So that's usually what I do with people because it's not fair to them if I'm just telling them what I see in the chart. And when I do a follow-up, I'll say, hey, do you want me to tell you what I see in the chart? Yeah. Do you want me to, do you want to ask me questions? I get, I leave it up to you because if there's something pressing, usually it'll reflect in the chart. You'll see it. So, um, I, and usually when I tell them what I see, it's exactly dead on and what they're dealing with at that specific time. Um, and, and, they, and it's usually something that they're just looking for validation that somebody heard them. Yeah. People don't feel hurt anymore. They're just so much this, you know, separation and, and anxiety and division. And it's like, people just want to be heard. And I get it. You want to be heard, but there's a safe place to do it. There's certain terminals you can use. There's certain people that are more, you're more comfortable with, just like a chiropractor. You know, you don't always go to this. There's different chiropractors, different people for different um, you know, for, for whatever it is it plaguing you. So, yeah, I mean, th that's my viewpoint on that. I really like that you, that you highlighted that because it's not, um, it, it's, it's not always, um, you don't always use it as a predictor. That's kind of what I like to say. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you can, but yeah, you can, I mean, and a lot of people do. And what's interesting too, is you touched upon, you know, a lot of people in the past, I, I always listen to Pam Gregory. She's an astrologer out of the UK and she's worldwide known. She's an amazing astrologer. She goes in depth with a lot of things. And she was just talking this morning um, about Isaac Newton. And it's interesting because right now what's going on, and I do Western astrology for a lot of people that don't know that, um, but this Saturn is going in, it, it just went into Pisces. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about, she was talking about in Isaac Newton's chart, he has, he natally had Saturn in Pisces. And so he was a big believer in the age of reason. He was a big believer in bringing reality to um, this nebulous kind of energy. And, and, but before his time, there were kings and queens, even the Pope had astrologers. The, all these people had astrologers, but when this age of reason came in, it kind of was squashed and people didn't, look to the stars they 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 wanted to have more of a reality thing and so you got to remember if you go way 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 back this is an ancient time that's why they do that that's why they looked at the stars they use it as a tool 
that's that's the, they use it as a guide and and again why would god put that there if we didn't need it or he didn't want us to have it you know well i talked to a lady who's a, literally a quantum physicist and she that's what her major was but she got into astrology similar because when they did some class on the ether of the planets mm -hmm. and they had they had this some contained thing and where they had to actually go in this room and they somehow were able to feel jupiter or whatever and their body changed i i don't know i'll have to go look up and see if i can find a link to it or whatever but i remember but the professor that she was in this class for he said do you feel that and when he was talking about the different planets and their bodies would move or they'd feel something from the ether he said that's how astrology works and yeah. it was very subtle but you know and then going just thinking about how we are born into this you know we incarnate and wherever everything is at that exact minute creates like an ether imprint right. to our physical body ourselves as well as there's a reflection in the biofield and so as the planets continue to move and we have this imprint that's what how it right. is is our our stamp or our print versus what's going on in the earth print or the country print or right. all the different prints that we all because the united states has its own you know right. so we can go all day about that but i there is science to it is my point and yes i i love that you brought up that they've been doing this for years but then it was squashed i mean it's right. like it seems like any kind of tool right. for us, they're like no 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 we want to be the ones that you look to you know and it's like right. it takes right. away the power of the people you know you're you're the guru you're the answer to a lot of this you, you do know the answers god has given you the answers it's whether or not you want to listen to them and that's what that's what this chart does it gives you this opportunity to look what does god have laid out for me and and again when you do these charts, I always say to people, I might say something to you in this chart reading that you might tell me that this is um, this is this used to be true for me, um, and it's no longer true for me. I used to be like that. I'm no longer like that now. Or I was never like that before, and now I'm like this now. Because the point of um, our lives is to grow. <laughs> so if you're not growing then how are we supposed to you know i want people to grow i want people to know that you have opportunities for this throughout your life now there might be different times that are more auspicious than others and that's what i try to point out but yeah t people need to take advantage of these these tools in their lives and to really use them to their benefit it's really really important it's it, it's a it's such an important tool but yes, the science behind it, you know, I mean, there's been so many people that have, that have studied this, but you know, my daughter was in a class, she goes to Rice University down in Houston, Texas, and she's in this, she was in an astronomy class. And the first, one of the first lines that came out of his mouth was, this is not an astrology class. Um, I don't believe in astrology. This is an astronomy class. And it was really interesting because she knows how an astrologer, she goes, mom, this is what he said. Um, it's just pretty funny, you know? So. I understand people's hesitation with it. I mean, there's a lot of people that just don't understand the background of it. Um, and I just try to say, 
do it once just to be able do it with someone you feel safe with, um, <clears throat> you know, that you don't feel challenged with that is not telling you doom and gloom in, in, the, in your life. Because I've heard some really hard things that people have gone through. And I always say at the very beginning too, the reading, if there's anything we touch upon that's really difficult for you to talk about or that you've gone through in your life, let me know. I'm here to talk to you about this. I'm here to work through this with you. I don't like it's I'm like a natural born psychologist too. You know, I try to help people through certain situations because it's not always easy and sometimes they don't always have help. You know, that's that's our purpose. And you have an amazing show that is able to get across to so many people on so many different levels. So many people found you and found Dr. Dean and, and a lot of these other people through your show because you're able to project this out to them and give them this gift to introduce them to other people that they might resonate better with, you know? Definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, uh, Sean and I have been talking a lot recently about kind of like getting in the flow, you right. know, the flow of life. And, and, it, and it's, it's really interesting to me to know um, that, the whole of creation is engineered for our greatest good. Yes. <laughs> um, I think, you know, when you realize that, it, it, it's, I think that the way I'm seeing it is, is that astrology is about aligning our will with that flow. Yes. Um, yeah. and, and getting in that flow. So we're not resisting the things that are energetically happening in us and around us. Right. Uh, like I say, I, I wish <laughs> I wish you could say, what about Jupiter? What about, I, I don't know. <laughs> But what I will say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something out there now. Right. Um, okay. Uh, okay. So this is pretty deep. But years and years ago, when I when I first started like realizing this stuff, I was in meditation once, and I've never really spoken about this publicly. But I I, I heard a single sentence: the cosmos is contained within human DNA. Yes. And I've been unpacking that for about ten years now. Um, and this conversation is is reigniting what that one sentence that was downloaded into me and uh, a few months ago I was listening to Max Spears I don't know if you know who Max Spears is mm -hmm. uh, the listeners do he's, he was uh how would you describe Max Spears um, <laughs> I'll have to look him up yeah he's, he's an interesting chap um but uh, anyway um he was saying about how each of your energy your, your energy centers your chakras was aligned to a planet and when something happened on that planet, it would affect that part of that energy center. And likewise, mm -hmm. if you did healing in your energy center, it affected that planet. Um, and all these things are just coming together about this one sentence I heard about um, that the cosmos is contained within human DNA. And kind of the, the magnitude of what we're talking about is so huge. This isn't just right. like, oh, this is nice. Let's right. find out. Exactly. This, is, this is massive. This is cosmic. Yes. Yeah. Very deep conversation. Yeah, it's yeah. deep. <laughs> yeah, I want to say this too to piggyback on that is they've supposedly discovered that there's so much, there's 3% that we use of our brain, right? Mm -hmm. And the rest is supposed mm -hmm. to be like gray or, or dark matter or dormant. not whatever, yeah. dormant. And, but that's what they, that's the same amount that they've discovered in the heavens. So mm -hmm. who's to say the more we discover up here, the more we don't. You know, using here, you mm -hmm. know, because again, as above, so below in this right. whole thing right. and then know thyself. You mentioned how it's important to empower ourselves, mm -hmm. 
but the more we know ourselves, you know, know thyself, right? You know, who knows what that opens up up there? You know, that whole healing thing that you mentioned, Craig. That's really mm -hmm. cool. Like, mm -hmm. what do you got to say about that? That's really, really powerful. That's such a powerful thing that you got to touch with, and that's why I preface, you know, with the whole chiropractic thing because. When yeah. you pull this energy down and, and you really, that was a profound moment for me because just having my father pass a couple months before I'd gone into chiropractic school and hearing this, that, that there's this innate intelligence. What do you mean? I cut my finger and it heals. Like, wh how does that work? How, how does that even happen? And so, you know, when you receive a chiropractic adjustment or when you remove these interferences from your body, that's the whole premise from chiropractic is to remove neurological interferences by adjusting the spine. But there's a lot more that goes to that. There's a lot more in depth. And so when you're removing this interference and this could be anything in your life, this could be food, this could be toxic people, <laughs> this can be things in your environment. It can be anything. Any kind of interference that's, that is there that stops this flow from going on throughout your body and out through you, what you project to your universe is what we try to um, recognize in ourselves, but also to have other people to help us to recognize this. So you have other teachers, you have people that you've gone to, You people go to church, they go to different people that do readings in all sorts to help them to get in touch with this power. And, and, and that's why it's, when you said that it's such a deep conversation because this expands so, so far out of our consciousness. And so, yes, this power does live within ourselves because if it didn't, then how can we heal ourselves? How can we physically heal ourselves without yeah. having these things within ourselves? And Bruce Lipton is such a powerful person because yeah. he's bridged those, those two gaps. He's bridged that DNA. He's bridged the ability for your genetic predispositions to be turned on from your environment. And that's why this environment is so crucial. And again, this is how astrology plays into it because it's part of our universe is you know these planets are all energetically um their own units so i truly believe that too so when you do resonate with some of these you know these planets i know a lot of people don't like saturn but i was just trying to explain this to my daughter the other day i'm like there's a there is a positive and a negative to all these things yeah but we're always trying to tap into the positive i'm an eternal optimist and i'm always trying to bring that forth in the readings and so you know, when you're when you're struggling with anything, it, it's really crucial to try and find that power um, within yourself. So because if things are going wrong in your universe, in your environment, then you have to look within, you, you know, you have to look within and that God presence. And when you get really quiet, that's when God comes to you. That's when that energy comes to you. And that's why meditation is so powerful because you're quiet. You can hear this energy you can hear this power around you and and recognize it and that is a very powerful thing that happens to people there, that's a soul's recognition of who you are as an individual and where you came from that's just what it is it's just, it's just i can't explain it but it, it's a really 
powerful thing. And I'm so glad you brought that up because it, it really is. The environment is an expression of who we are and, and, and vice versa. You know, God wouldn't put these things in our lives if we didn't need a challenge and we didn't need to learn something from them. You co-create all of this. Everything that shows up in your chart, it's there because you have wanted to learn something. That's it. That's all that's there. We're here for growth. You might not like it, but it's there, you know, so. Well, and too, like, I know we were trying to sell a house once and it was just like, what is the deal? Things weren't going through. And I talked to someone and they looked at the chart and they were like, nothing's going to happen until blank day because there's all this stuff tied up. And they said, you shouldn't sign any contracts or do anything right now anyway, because they were seeing whatever they were seeing. And sure enough, like we got a contract and I kind of forgot about what the girl had said. And then I went back and looked and it was the exact same day that she said that it would go through. And I'm like, but it kind of, it helped me to be able to like relax a little bit and go, mm -hmm. okay, I don't need to try to push and make a bunch of things happen because the right person is going to come along and it's going to happen around this time. And it's not a good time to do contracts right now anyway. So, you know what I mean? Like that right. actually is really important to, you know, to, because I'm a go-getter, I'm a red, right. you know, I, I like make shit happen. And sometimes I shouldn't, you know what I mean? So yeah, um, it, it, it's helpful for me to, to even like with family members or whatever. And you've been like, well, this will probably not happen until da 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 da. And I'm like, okay, well then I can get into the flow of, right. of that and just chill a little bit and focus on the things I do need to focus on for now, you know? Um, but yeah, even the DNA, the DNA, the junk DNA, 97%, whatever, mm -hmm. supposedly not, you know, all fully functioning, but again, as above, so below. So there's something really to this, of like the more we work inside, mm -hmm. the more we heal, the more we can accept, go with the flow, but also use that willpower to co-create. You know, it's it's a it's a dance. It, it it is a powerful dance, and you know we always know that it always works out. Always, you know that's what's something that has really. Because I, I am a triple Gemini, if anybody knows astrology, I'm a triple and I have a lot of it. I've had a lot of anxiety in the past. And I heard so, a powerful speaker um, about a year ago. And when this anxiety comes in as to how to kind of overcome this. And, and it was it kind of ties into this this power of the spirit. And, and, and this person said, well, what if it all what, what if it all works out? And, you know, what if it all works out in the end? And I always say to myself, well, it always works out in my favor because yeah. if you had in my favor at the end, it's like, it always works out. Okay, great. Yeah. But I might not like what that is, but it, if we put in the end at a, as a manifestation in, in our favor, then God will align things in our universe to make that happen. Mm -hmm. So again, that's your choice as to how you want to see your universe. If you're constantly saying, this isn't going to work out, this isn't going to work out, then it's not going to work out. And God's going to put those things in your life to make you see that it's not going to work out because that's what you're co-creating with them. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you say those things that this is going to create, that I'm creating this in my favor and it all will go well. It, 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 what if it goes, what if it all goes well? Well, and then it goes well and you're pleasantly surprised. You're like, okay, God works in mysterious ways. You can't always 
predict certain things and there's an alignment. There, there's a reason why this doesn't happen right now. And I say that all the time to people. I'm like, listen, I'm not meant to be a bearer of bad news, but this isn't supposed to happen this at this time. Like, let's wait a couple months and then mm -hmm. the things will start aligning. But there's some other stuff that needs to happen in between this. And they can't always see what that is. I can't always see what that is either. I'm not here to tell you what's supposed to happen other than to just anticipate the universe kind of giving you some things to work through and to where you can, by this time, you'll be able to make a better choice. You know, that's really what it comes down to. But yeah, I mean, God doesn't want us to suffer. <laughs> not meant to suffer. Come on. You know, I mean, it's yeah, just, you know, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> like totally agree with that. You know, what's interesting too is with all these revivals popping up, right? Um, Saturn is usually time, and Pisces mm -hmm. is historically Christian fish. Mm -hmm. Yes, fish. And so I was telling Craig yesterday, I'm like, it's really interesting that Saturn just moved into Pisces, and yes. that there's all this stuff popping up all over where there's like this new attention back to Christianity and or spirituality. There's and a lot happening. It is happening. Oh, yeah. There's a lot yeah. happening. It's it's exciting because Saturn represents authority figures. It represents top-down authority, you know, governments and institutions and things. But most importantly, what how I see it, when I always talk about the 10th house or I talk about Saturn or Capricorn energy, Saturn um, rules um, teachers and mentors and coaches and counselors and 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 our saturn does saturn does yeah and so it can be your priest it can be anybody that's in authority that you look to to help you and as it's moved into pisces pisces is a sign of spirituality it's the sign of this higher consciousness of you finding a way through things and and it's very nebulous it's a water sign so it's, sometimes it's kind of it, it dissolves things. It's not always, it doesn't have firm borders to it. Saturn has those firm borders. And so it teaches us lessons and, and, and that it's our greatest teacher. And so a lot of what we're going to see in these next couple years are these spiritual teachers coming out of nowhere and helping you to get back in touch with your, your beingness and your belief system and what it is and how you can find your way out. And, and the way out is believing in a higher power and, and a believing in this Christ energy, believing in this, um, that, that we have help, you know, that we're not doing this alone, that we have these teachers. And so this is a powerful, powerful time. You're going to, and it's also using discernment because sat, because um, this Pisces energy is disillusionment and sometimes it can be fuzzy and you can't always see through the water. It's murky. And so when I at, when I say to people, be careful who you surround, who you're asking for advice from, who, you know, if you don't like your priest or you don't like the church you're going to, if you don't like the person you're working with, whether it be your counselor, whatever it is, find somebody else that resonates more with you. You know, find somebody that's going to help you to overcome that spiritually um, so you have a better belief. You know, this is all about believing, you know, this is such a powerful time to be alive because we have this energetic shift happening. It's so exciting. And this Christ, and just even the Jesus revolution, you know, that movie coming out, people are yeah. just like, whoa, who's Jesus? You know, what, what is this? 
Jesus is an ascended master. He is he was a master of his domain. He was there to help us to follow him to you know to he would he's there for us to follow as an example, exactly. you know, and to lead our lives in this Christ consciousness and and to really understand how powerful of an example he is. So that you're going to see more of this, but use your discernment when you do this, because there are going to be people that are, you know, imposters that are not people that who, who say that they're this and they're really somebody else. So yeah. it's really just using that and, and making sure that this person's in alignment with who you are. Yes, and Craig, you're a Pisces, right? Almost, uh, I have so many Pisces friends. <laughs> I, I, I believe so. Like, um, so, yeah, some charts because I'm I, my birthday's February the nineteenth, so mm -hmm. I'm like literally on the, on the like the first the day. Of Pisces. Yeah. Uh, but some charts, I was Aquarius. Some I was Chinese. Right. Uh, Chinese um, Pisces. Um, so yeah, I, I believe I believe that that that's what it is. I don't know what that means, but right. <laughs> you for reading. <laughs> well, the sun is right at your sun. If you were right at the very, very beginning, it would be at zero degrees. There's 30 degrees in each sign, and and Saturn had gone has gone into Pisces, so it's a zero degrees. It's just starting out in the sign, so it takes about two and a half to three years to get through a sign, and so it's your sun is it right at zero degrees Pisces? It's either in Aquarius or Pisces. One of the I'd have to do your chart to actually see, but if it's a zero degrees Pisces, that means that Saturn that has moved all the way around your chart in this transiting Saturn in the heavens right now is conjunct your natal sun. What does that mean? So you have to look at that and say, okay, it's it's probably helping you to get focused and to be more, more um, have more structure um, with your physical being. If you've felt a, felt a desire to um, to get more serious about your physical body, like, you know, working out, um, taking more supplements, being more strict as to meditating, doing whatever it is that you need to do physically to align yourself spiritually. This is what you're being asked to do. It's a, it's a whole new structure for you. This is setting off um, a really, really intense time for you because it's been 30 years since it's been at this position. <laughs> so this is... This is going to be setting up a whole new cycle for you. This is an exciting time for you, but you were probably going to find yourself as being a spiritual teacher for a lot of people, as helping people and guiding them and counseling them to find their way through this. Because if there's anything we know right now, we all need, we all need a higher power. We all need to find this Christ consciousness. We all need to find God in our lives because it's some people lack that and we all need to look to that so does that make any sense i mean we could probably go into it a lot further yeah I, i'll come to I'll, I'll come to you another time but yeah funnily enough um i've literally just started um because i do like bodybuilding and stuff i've just started cutting which is where we're really serious about nutrition yeah. health you know sh shedding fat getting really really fit and healthy and i've literally just started doing that so oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes yay well i know <laughs> Two are like the highest um, empaths, apparently, because yes. of the water, too. But talking about the water, I've been doing a lot of study on water. And I think, you know, if you're going through anything crazy energetic, they say to get into water, like whether it's a bath or a shower or whatever, because it literally can rinse away the field 
Right. So the planets and the sun and the moon and all the other information that's contained there can come in fresh without yeah. all the weird whatever you may have topped into throughout the day. And that's where you get your real like downloads is in the water is, you know, Pisces water or whatever. You know. Well, Pisces and water can be very cleansing. You know, we want that cleansing of our, not only our physical body. I mean, we need water to survive first and foremost, you know, I mean, it makes up a majority of our body. So you need the water to survive, but you know, that structure of water is going to come into play. You know, that that's, um, Pam Gregory went into this earlier too. I won't, you know, um, but if I'm quoting her, it, she's, she's saying the structure of water is going to be coming into play a lot more because um, Saturn rules structure and it's in there and it's saying, okay, how, how can we use water to our benefit? But yes, it's a cleansing tool. You know, my husband's out West He's out in Utah. He's going to be going to this, this spring, this, uh, you know, spring in the, in the water that he can just go and sit, but it has such a high mineral content when he goes and sits in it and he's there to help get in touch, you know, and, and this, to meditate and to spiritually align himself with the earth and to really ground himself. But it's cleansing. It's such a powerful tool when you use it the right way. So, yeah, I mean, but then it also can be very toxic. Look at what just happened in Ohio with the train derailment and everything. So you're the pollution and everything, um, you know, it's there. But so water and the structure of water and how we get our water and, and how the water's made up and, and where we're, uh, you know, where we're getting it from and, and, and the source of it is going to come into play these next two, three. Water's going to be a big thing. It's going to be a big thing. But I always think of Pisces as being our rescuers. They're very empathic. Um, yes, but they have a hard time, you know, finding out whose stuff is really theirs. You know, is it their stuff? Is it my stuff? Because they can take on the emotions of other people. So they, they're very good at understanding other people. Um, but yeah, there's sometimes there's this victimhood with that too. It's like, well, they're letting everything in. And then when you try to have boundary, Pisces aren't good with boundaries. And so this Saturn's going to really, really help tighten that up and say, okay, you know, who are the people I need in my life and who are the people I don't need in my life? So sometimes Saturn can be very, very good. It's not, it's not a horrible planet. I've come to really respect it. And if you've done the work, it's all about hard work. If you've done the work, it, it will reward you. So yes, I mean, it's, it's a very, very, all these planets have positive and negative. So you can always use them to your benefit. And again, me, the eternal optimist, I'm going to use them to my benefit. <laughs> so it's well, cool. Well, I will say is because I've had charts done with other people, the, I use conscious language, obviously, and also try to look at things as an optimist. Mm -hmm. um, Saint Germain does not like astrology. And Saint Germain would say that astrology isn't good because let's say somebody's chart shows that there's like a money issue that could be a problem or whatever the very minute that you are told that or see that, that could come into your consciousness mm -hmm. and then you can actually default manifest, create that by accident, <laughs> you know, or on purpose just because you saw it. Cause what you focus on, you make room for, but um, in my opinion, which is just an opinion, it honest for me, it depends on who's giving the reading yes. um, because never have i ever heard from you oh shit, things are bad right here and this is going to be the la la like 
you always look at things and go, okay, there's an opportunity right. for some things, la la la. And you see things as the glass glass is half full and like things to do to make sure that that goes into that direction instead of an opposite direction. Does that make sense? So it makes a complete sense. Well, you know, a lot of times people have the universe on their back. I mean, sometimes they're just so overwhelmed with things and who am I to come in and say, you know, and put more doubt in their mind or to make things more difficult for them. I'm here to help bring them up and empower them. And so when you, when I, when I said earlier, I don't usually tell people something that they don't already know. They already usually know these things. And so when I point them out or I'll say something about something, it's like, it's, it's validated for them. But I also say that, yes, I see this in here, but it doesn't mean you can't change it. I mean, we all, I mean, I was always taught that too. And I taught, was taught astrology. You can always transcend your chart. You make different choices. And so I don't, I don't like to point out those negative things because they already know them. They already know they're there. And so why put salt in the wound? <laughs> they're already struggling with it. So usually it comes out these hardships that people have gone through, it comes out and I try to use that time and energy to help them to heal. That's the whole purpose of me being that I'm a healer. I'm a chiropractor. I came from the healing profession. That's not my, my purpose to, to, to injure them. You know, I'm trying to remove interferences from their life. So, you know, the, any kind of interference that I might see in their chart, that's going to stop them. And, and and also I might say that you might have something that's coming up that might be more challenging. Um, so be on the lookout for this, but it doesn't mean you can't get through this. You know, like if I see Saturn going to seventh house relationships, sometimes that can mean separation and divorce. But if you get the counseling and you get, you, you go to someone that's going to help you work through it, you'll work through it. It's up to you. What do you want to do? These are the two scenarios. Um, and so you have to take the steps to make this reality, you know, um, and, and usually, again, if these things have happened, you've invited people into your life to make you to help you to see, um, you know, and to grow from this. And God puts these people in your life for a reason, for a reason. Always. They're mm -hmm. always there to show you what you need to know. Always. It's just you looking around and being consciously aware of why they're there. You know, and that's what the chart shows. It's really cool. The charts, the chart's amazing. It's so accurate and it's so much fun to help get to know people. I'm, I'm fascinated by people. I'm a Gemini. I love people. I like to talk to them for hours and I could spend hours on charts. I love it. It's just people are so cool. And they have such great backgrounds. It's just fun. So, yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, we'll have to get together, Craig. I'll do your chart. No problem. We'll have I to love that. I would love that. Yeah, we'll I would do, love that. To do that. It'll be fun <laughs> for sure. Well, before we close, tell everybody how we can, how people can find yeah. you. There. Like, well, I know you're going to be really booked. So Craig, you better get yeah. in. Yeah, I'll get in there. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you in. Um, yeah, usually, I mean, I'm booked through um, the beginning part of April, but um, usually I like to try and keep it as personal as possible. So if people can email me at docsaintjohn2 at gmail.com, usually I will send them out what I require for a reading. Um, and, and I don't really have a website right now because I like to really try to keep it as personal as possible. And I like to reach out to them and let them know if they have any questions beforehand. Um, but uh, if they can email me at docsaintjohn2 um, at gmail.com, 
um, that would be great to get a reading. Um, you, and a lot of people reach out to me through Messenger. Um, and I'm not on Instagram. I'm, I mean, I'm on Facebook. People ask me for a friend request on Facebook. Um, I mean, I'm on Truth Social. I'm on a couple, you know, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm not really out there in the universe because I like to try and keep it small so mm -hmm. people can, it intimate, so people can still reach me. So I'm not this major guru out there that can't be reached. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, if you contact me, I'll get back to you within a week. If you haven't heard from me in a couple of days, no, I'm going to get back to you. I just have a lot of people I'm getting back to. Usually I have 30 to 40 people every time I do a show that contact me. So I have to personally contact them all. And usually that's a couple emails. So just to let you know, I will get back to you and I'm here for you. So if you have any questions or if you want to get a reading, please, you know, please feel free. If you have any questions or anything, you can reach it. You can reach me. So it's a doc, D-O-C or D-R or. Um, it's a doc. Oh, wow. D O C S T J O H N. So Doc St. John number two um, at gmail.com. So Doc St. John two at gmail. No, you're writing it. Okay, good. <laughs> so put that in the comments too. That would be great. Or maybe when you go back, but if you guys could do me a favor and share this, that would be so great. Cause I'm sure there's some people out there who are looking for hope, who are looking to remember their empowerment who are looking to get some strategy, my God, in this yes. time. And, you know, it's like, this is a great opportunity for people to jump in. And I'll be excited to hear what Craig Craig says. And oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to do that. And, and and most people, sometimes they don't have, they don't have the birth time. I always encourage you to try and get your birth time beforehand. It always helps because I don't usually do chart readings on people who don't have the birth time because it's not as accurate. And I want to be as accurate as possible. So if you need to find your birth time, try and find that before you reach out to me, because it is something I'm going to ask for you to get. Birth um, time, place of birth. Yes. Your name, date of birth. The main yes. Yeah. Yep. Name, date of birth, place of birth, and your time. Those are the two, those are the four things that I would need um, to be able to do a reading. So, um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your mom. If you want to know, hi, mom and dad. They'll be at home watching. <laughs> right. awesome. So great. So, well, thank you so much for yeah. having me on. This has been yeah. such a pleasure. And I know so many of your viewers have been asking to, for me to come on and ask me when I'm going to be on and everything. So I really appreciate um, you having me on. And it's such a pleasure getting to know you, Craig, too. And I look thank forward you. to getting to know you even more. And all of your viewers, thank you so much for inviting me in and, and allowing me to come into your homes today because it's a pleasure. Awesome. Thank well, you We're really, much. really glad to have you, too. And... Um, Craig, do you have any final words before we go? Uh, that was that was tremendous. Seriously, um, Dr. Tina. Um, like I say, it, it, everything's, there's so much information in, in that hour we've just done. Um, it's going to be one that people will need to listen to a few times, I think. Yeah. Um, it in, but, you know, I'm deeply interested in this stuff. And, you know, I've got things in my own life that are kind of a, a, um, a standstill, and I don't know why. So, I'm, you know, I'm going to come to you, and, and, and I think we'll work some stuff out. We'll I'll, work I'll, some I'll, stuff out. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, again, I want to shout out to Robert who just popped on. Hey, Robert. How's it hey, going? Robert. Happy Hi, Robert. Happy Robert. Robert. Again, I want to thank you. I see Navy Sub Wifey and Debbie Elliott and who else is on here? There's Heather J, Deborah, all you members that help us keep the channel going. I really, 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 really appreciate it, Maria. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, and also want to mention a couple things. Um Definitely Robert Tennyson Stevens is coming to Baton Rouge in April. 
mark your calendar. So will be here the 17th, 18th, and 19th. And that's going to be huge. Um, one of the first conferences I've done in a while in real life. Um, also have Dr. Lucky coming in March in Alexandria area. That's going to be three nights. And then he's also going to see patients during the day. And that'll be the 27th, 28th, and 29th. So if anyone's interested in seeing Dr. Lucky live, we're going to teach at night and see patients during the day. Um, but the, you can get your, you know, just message me or whatever, and I can give you all the links to that. But um, I love you guys. I hope you do share. Love you too. Yes. I love all of this so much. And I mean, I'm glad we finally locked you yes, in. I know. It's so awesome. <laughs> Three years. But yeah, it's going to be, it's, this is great. I know it's going to help a lot of people. And you're just such a blessing in my personal life. And I just, oh, thank you. I, you are too. So friend. yeah. Really appreciate you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you guys have a great one. Thank you, Craig, for joining us. Yes, and thank you for having us. Thank you, all you guys, for joining us. All right, talk soon. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.